0: Welcome to Cybility Savvy, the show that demystifies cybersecurity for -for not-for-profit boards and leaders. Welcome back. I'm your host, Michaela Leavorg, founder of Cybility Consulting. It's still October, which means it's still Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Final week we're going to be focusing on what does cybersecurity first mean? Now, if you cast your mind back a few years when the General Data Protection Regulation uh, came out and everyone was scrabbling around, uh, you may recall the phrase privacy by design and default. Now the same thing is true of security. We should really be looking at building security in, whether it's into products services, the business processes to deliver those services, whatever it is, security should be built in by design and enabled by default. Now that last piece is really quite important because I do unfortunately see a lot of organizations, you know, they have forged ahead with this digital transformation through the pandemic and what they've assumed is that when they've moved things to the cloud, that, oh, it's fine, it's secure, and that things are secure by default. Now, unfortunately, historically, this was not always the case, and actually in some controls, it's still not the case. So whether it was putting information into Amazon buckets and being misconfigured and being available to everyone on the internet, or whether it's Microsoft releasing a security feature, but leaving it turned off instead of enabling it by default to help people. Just bear in mind as leaders that when you're involved in procurement and any of these sorts of changes, get people to think about security from the outset when they have the initial concept of what they want to do. By actually thinking about security up front, and if you're lucky enough to have security personnel in your organisation, involving them at the start will actually make life a lot easier in delivering what it is the change that you want to deliver. So as leaders, you are usually a project sponsor or project executive responsible for driving change through the organisation. This means that you are in a really excellent position to put cybersecurity first and foremost into the design. So that means having those criteria in the business case because cybersecurity, unfortunately, does have a cost. It doesn't always have to be expensive, but it is there. So if your business case doesn't include the costs associated with securing whatever it is that that change is, then it's going to be much harder to try and secure the budget and retrofit things afterwards. So involve your security contacts at that point. If you have them on staff, great. If you don't, then work your network or engage a consultancy. Now, after the business case, Again, in the project initiation document, when you've got a lot more sort of meat on the bone, as it were, have you got the right stakeholders involved? Are security involved in signing off? As you actually work through the project, what security and privacy processes are in there? How about information governance and records management control processes? All of these things, if they're thought about at the start, it will make everyone's life a lot easier. And from your point of view, if you're a trustee on the board, this is much better in terms of a good, robust control environment that's gonna help mitigate those information related risks. Now, a common error that I see is where people think that they understand the change and assume, oh no, there's no security involved in that, we don't need to consult them. When actually, if you had consulted them, they'd have been able to say to you, actually, that fridge over there interconnected for, I don't know, medicine or whatever it might be, if it's connecting to our network, then it's a security risk. So we need to put controls in place to manage it. If you think just in your day-to-day life now, how many of us have these smart interconnected devices in our homes and about our person with all these wearables now as well. Increasingly, they're moving from the consumer space in the home into business. Now, whilst the government has introduced standards in the UK around the Internet of Things to try and put the onus on the manufacturers and the developers to actually secure things, again, by design, by default, It's still on us as consumers, as business leaders, to ensure that we actually check these things when we put them into operation. So that might be changing default passwords. It might be getting familiar with the security controls that are available and determining, are they on or off? You know, little things like this. And again, as leaders, you don't necessarily have to do this yourself, but be asking the questions, is somebody? doing this for you and then remember in the home your friends and family are you helping them secure themselves or is somebody else helping you spread the word because as we do that and raise that bar across the country then we will be in a better position in terms of you know cyber across the nation so i talked previously in an episode about how as leaders you will be making decisions around financial investment um, across the organisation, not just in security. So something that I've seen a fair bit is where, as leaders, you've declared what the policy is and the board signed off on it. And the missing piece can be that financial investment or the communication to middle management of the financial investment available to them for security controls? For example, you might have decided that actually, because you've got lots of staff who are commuting, that they're allowed to do some work on a train to make the most of that time, because it's often, uh, if they're traveling between sites, counted as work time. But are you giving them the tools they need to do the job Does the laptop they've been issued with have a built-in privacy screen? If not, does the manager know that it's safe to actually spend the money to buy one? Have they had specific training about how to secure themselves whilst on the move? Both digital information and paper-based information. Just yesterday, Uh, There was an amusing tweet, I say amusing as a cybersecurity professional, it probably wasn't, Um, about a lady who sat in an airport wishing that the lawyer sat next to her actually understood client confidentiality. Next time you're commuting, have a look around. What are you seeing? And if you feel confident about it, I encourage you to challenge and help others understand what the potential impact is of you seeing their sensitive information. It's not for everyone, but we all have a part to play both in work and in our daily lives. So that brings us to the end of October already. So bye-bye Black History Month, bye-bye Breast Cancer Awareness, bye-bye Security. No, 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 no. You need to continue with cybersecurity throughout the year. It's not just for October. Continue to do your part and be cyber smart. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. If you found this useful, please subscribe and share on Twitter and LinkedIn. I would also appreciate it if you could take a moment to rate and leave a review. You can contribute to future episodes by visiting our website to share your cybersecurity concerns and questions. The link is in the description. This show was written and produced by me, Michaela Leavorg, and co-produced and edited by Anna Garner. Music by CFO Garner. I hope you join us next time.